Good morning, everybody. This is Dr. Isabel, and this is Dr. Jun. And today we have an amazing guest, and uh, Linda Seagrave, joining us to share amazing uh, information about the forest therapy. So, Linda, please tell us about your background. Thanks, June. Well, I started uh, falling in love with the idea of being in the forest a long time ago. And my journey really started with a formal practice of mindfulness-based stress reduction. And this came from a lifelong uh, practice of yoga and meditation starting from a very young age. I became certified in mindfulness-based stress reduction. And then from there, uh, it went to a certification in yoga. And then from there to a certification in clinical medical support hypnotherapy. And now I've reached what I consider to be home, which is the practice of forest therapy. So I'm very happy to be here with you today and to share a bit more about this practice and encourage you to enjoy your own versions of forest therapy. Thank you. Thank you very much, Linda. We had the pleasure to enjoy an experience with Linda a few weeks ago in the forest bathing. Can you please explain our audience what forest bathing is and all the benefits that it has, please? I would be delighted to. So let's begin with the idea that you already know what it is. So I'd like to suggest that we all close our eyes and take a nice gentle breath into and out of the body. Feel yourself expanding and coming back to rest. Now bring to mind a time when you were in the forest and see what you saw, hear what you heard, smell what you smelled, taste what you tasted, and feel in your body how you felt at that time. Make it as vivid and as rich and as wonderful as you can. And now take a nice deep breath and open your eyes. Now let's talk a bit about forest therapy. How does it help us? And how do we know that it helps us? So let's start with a little more recent time frame. Let's go back 40 years. The time is 1980. And the place is Japan. Japan was having a massive movement into the urban areas, specifically changing into a technology-based economy. So people were inside, sitting in front of computers, and doing literally 24-7 kind of work. What they noticed, which was alarming, was that diseases were increasing, specifically cancer and autoimmune diseases. And they began to look deeply into the reason for this, because it happened so sharply. And the um, director of forestry, Mr. Akiyama, at one point said, Japanese people need to spend more time in nature. And he was the one who created the term that we now know worldwide as Shinrin-yoku, 
Shinnan is forest, Yoku is bathing. So why is this such a great term? It's a great term because that's exactly what we do. When we are in the forest, we are bathing in all of those wonderful nutrients, whether we're getting the phytoncides from the, the trees themselves, which are these wonderful healing oils, or we're touching the earth, which has been connected to lowering of depression, of just holding the earth in our hands. So now, we're into the 80s, and there's an evidence that people who were just wandering in the forest, they were getting better. In fact, they were recovering from these diseases. What in the world could be the reason for this? when medical science hadn't been able to achieve such immediate results. So this wandering in the forest got the attention in the early 80s of Dr. Lee and also of other scientists around the world. So in 1984, Dr. Wilson, who is a a, um, biologist, um, an evolutionary biologist, did a study and wrote a book called Biophilia. Bio from the Greek meaning life and philios meaning love. Love of life. He contends that we are genetically predisposed to be in the forest. Our DNA longs for that environment. And at the cellular level, We are breathing in all of the benefits of the trees, the plants, the birds, and the very earth itself. It's amazing. That's just incredible. Mm -hmm. So the phytoncytes are the essential oils from the trees. Yes. And then all the benefits. So you mentioned a few of the benefits, health benefits. Are there any other health benefits? Yes. So... um, they came, of course, with the research, and Dr. Lee, in, um, in 2005, took a group of people into the forest, and already we knew from the earlier research that um, cortisol levels reduce and adrenaline levels reduce. And when these are high and stuck in the high mode, it's very, very challenging for the physiology. So those were reduced. Blood pressure, normalized. High blood pressure, normalized to normal. Low blood pressure, rose up to normal. So in both directions, it seemed to have a positive effect on blood pressure. They also noticed emotional things that were extremely positive. People with depression began to be more hopeful and more positive about their life. Uh, People with exhaustion began to feel more vitalized. So they began to take notice, particularly in Japan. Now the research is worldwide. But particularly in Japan, between 2000 and 2014, uh, the Japanese government spent $4 million on research. Now, one of these research trips, again, uh, created by Dr. Lee, they discovered a, um, an increase in NK cells. Now these are, are our natural killer cells. Their job is to roam the body and to seek out rogue cells like cancer cells, like other autoimmune dysregulation, 
and then to eliminate those cells to bring us back into a mode of balance and um, good health. What they found was that the people on this week-long trip uh, had significant increases in their NK cell, which are white blood cells, NK cell production. Fastinatingly enough, that cell that production remained high up to a month after they had gone into the forest for that. It's incredible. It's incredible. So you have so many biological, neurological benefits in effect by the forest bathing. You mentioned about how that affected the brain waves. Yes, yes. So here I can talk a little bit about parts of my career. So in clinical medical support hypnotherapy, we are helping people to get into the um, to the uh, theta state, which is, we know beta is we're on, we're moving, we're um, addressing problems every day. Um, alpha is kind of that sweet spot where everything is within our um, range of being able to take care of it. We feel calm, we feel energized, and we get a lot accomplished, but we feel good about it. Think about a skier that's coming in a downhill run and they're just flowing through it. They're in that alpha state, they're in the can-do state. Then right below that is the theta state, which is four to eight hertz. And that's when we're in that transitional, that state where we are at peace. We're awake, but completely at peace. And then of course, delta, we are in the deep sleep. Now in hypnotherapy, we're working in that theta state to help people make transitions out of those preconceived, locked in, um, protected areas of the sympathetic nervous system or of our subconscious mind. Forest bathing is a natural theta state environment. So when we go into the forest and we begin to breathe deeply and we begin to oxygenate the physiology and the cells pop up in sheer delight, um, you know, Dr. Bruce Lipton tells us that the cells have these little feelers, these little hairs that are out in the environment. We're primarily water. And when the environment is great and we feel good, we're, those little um, structures, filaments are, and hairs are vibrating. If something should happen and we get shocked or we get upset, the cells retract, the filaments retract into the cell. Now, when we shut down because we're under stress and pressure, that literally happens at the cell level. We shut down there first. And then later on, we'll notice that we're not breathing as well, or that we don't have good peripheral vision, or that we get kind of cranky because we're feeling overwhelmed. In the forest environment, that open, peaceful, being welcomed quality is a natural part of the mm -hmm. essence of forest bathing. Beautiful expansion. Yes, exactly. Expansion yeah. and contraction. It's natural. So um, when we think about forest bathing, it's really important to realize that there isn't just one definition for it. We've already um, achieved the profound definition, and that is, what does it mean for me? You've answered, what does it mean for you, Isabel? You've asked, answered, what does it mean for you, June? So it's this universal uh, question that can be answered by everyone individually. So I think it's important to understand with forest bathing that there are many terms that are now being used to indicate that 
this dynamic. Um, there's forest therapy, forest therapist in Japan. In Israel, it's nature therapy, nature therapist. And uh, in the training that I've had the great pleasure to have, um, Amos Clifford began the Association for Nature and Forest Therapy in 2014. And it's now a worldwide organization. And Amos Clifford, uh, who's got a tremendous background in um, doing um, adventure, outdoor adventure, he's a therapist, a family therapist, and his contention is that the forest is the therapist and the guide opens the doors. Oh, I love that. I love it. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Yes. So we do not consider ourselves as therapists and because we don't diagnose, we don't interfere with the person's experience. We allow them to move from um, the first, it's a, it's a sequence type of experience. And so the first part of the sequence is the initial engagement. So that's the welcoming, it's the arrival, it's the pleasures of presence, recognizing where we are, recognizing ourselves in our own body, uh, recognizing the, just the essence of the place. And then there's what's in motion, and this helps people to slow down. Really, we have a physiology that was created, a nervous system that was created in the second century, trying to live the realities of a 21st century pace. Mm -hmm. So we're not, we've got a brain that can evolve and think quickly, but our physiology, our nervous system really longs for that more yes. of a rhythmic, it, we just need time. And we give ourselves the gift of that time when we are in the forest. And then the um, middle phase to a walk is called uh, the liminal space. Think of liminality as a bridge. That's that theta part. So when we are in the, this part, we then are becoming freed from the structures and the constrictions that we place on ourselves when we are in that hypervigilant state. And I just have a very charming uh, story. On the last walk that I did, we were walking in, was in a canopied area, and I was playing um, a few notes of the flute. And in the distance, actually it was at a school, we could hear a drum beating. And it was not one of those uh, rat-a-tatty type drums, it was a, like a bass drum. And it was a boom, boom, rhythmic. Perfect. So when we shared, the fellow said, he almost forgot it, it was such a huge, when we're in liminal space, it's, it's not linear, it's vertical. And he says, oh, I have to share with you, when you're playing the flute and that drum in the background, he said, I thought to myself, where, where am I? What, what century is it? He said, I got, for a moment, I was completely confused and taken out of time into that global space. That's great. That's gentle. He transcended. He transcended. For that moment, he was in that liminal space. And I think that's a perfect example of 
what everyone can do for themselves in a forest bathing yes. environment. That's incredible. Yes. I think what I'm hearing is that being, to have the human's well-being, their wealth, their you know, uh, health, having the reflection of their forest health, basically within the ecosystem, right? So basically having that synchronicity, you know, having that abundance of the water, because think of it as the Mother Earth, you say, 70% is water, is the whole Earth, as well as the human body made up of 70% water. So there's a continuation of the synchronicity. This is where we belong to. Yes, yes, it is where we belong. And we know that, and often we need proof of that. So going back again to what are the different styles or methods on forest bathing, I think it's helpful to understand that there are differences. So in Japan, there are 3,000 acres of forest, magnificent forests. There are now 62 formal forest therapy sites. So should we all go, wouldn't that be wonderful, to a forest bathing experience there, um, it's for good health. It's health and wellness in Japan. That's their focus because they started from um, a population that was, was getting ill. So what would happen is that they would put a swab in our mouth, they would measure cortisol and adrenaline levels, then they would take our blood pressure. Then we would walk through and have the forest bathing experience. Then they would do exactly the same thing at the end of the walk and give us our reports. And always people show significant increases. And we know that forest bathing, we know this without any medical intervention. We feel happier. We feel more vibrant, more robust. And we feel more generous. Yes. We feel more connected. So in some places in the world, it's based very much about health. So now let's come to um, the United States and to the Association for Nature and Forest Therapy. Here, Amos Clifford is very clear. It's about reciprocity. Mm-hmm. It's about healing our relationships everywhere. And we start, as you know, healing the relationship with ourselves first and being kind, compassionate, forgiving, and welcoming of ourselves just the way we are. Do you know? We're going to have our up days and down days, but just the way we are. In that way, it's a bit like mindfulness Mm -hmm. of being able to accept and even welcome everything that comes our way. The second piece would be that we heal the relationship, or I like to use the word enhance. We always have good relationships somewhere, but we enhance the relationships with our community. And then we enhance the relationship with what Amos Clifford calls the more than human world. So what I believe, have always believed, and what Amos Clifford certainly believes is as we enhance these relationships in a dynamic way, the minute we start the process, we enhance the relationships at all levels. So we all rise together. So a trip into um, a forest bathing or forest therapy walk that I would do, it would be to help you to get into the space, 
help you get connected to yourself and to the community, and then get out of your way and help you to connect yourself to the beauty, the essence, the health, the well-being, the chemicals that are recognized immediately by your body. You don't need a report in order to know that. And then, of course, the the last part of it is incorporation. How do we come back to this real world and bring the resources back with us? We do that in nature and forest therapy with a tea ceremony and sharing. So we would come back, we would form um, a, a circle, we would share our tea, and we would share our stories. What did we, what are we noticing? That's the question. What are you noticing? It's just something that we will recommend everybody to do. Yes. Thank you so much, Linda, for all your knowledge, yes. for sharing all your knowledge and the information. It's an amazing way for everybody to upgrade their health, to enhance their wellness and their health. Yes, and I'd like to just add, you can go into your garden, you can go into a park, you can go into a forest, you can sit by a plant inside your house, and you might even find that that plant has some advice for you. And just be open to what you receive. The question is, what are you noticing? Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.